want to thank the ladies for a wonderful meal today. And say what you want. Can't nobody do it like we do it on the grove. You could go look anywhere you want to. But you know what? All roads going to lead right back here. We do it. We do it right. We like the colonel and how he do chicken. He do chicken right. Yes, he does. Psalms chapter one. Psalm one. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners. Nor, sit, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But. But. But his delight. Is in the law of the Lord. And in his law. Does he meditate day. And night. And verse three is what I really want to highlight. When you read verse 1, it said, blessed or happy is the man who walks a certain way. Who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, but according to the word of God. Nor stands in the way of sinners, doesn't run and trot or hang out and do things along the path of sin. Nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But he demonstrates the evidence of God's faith in his life. And verse 2 said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. He's more concerned about God and doing his will than anything else in life. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Day and night. How often are we in need of the Lord? Day and night. So wouldn't it only make sense to meditate on his word for the assurances, for the confidence, and for the promises and reassurance of knowing that he's there. He meditate day and night. And this leads us to verse 3. As a result of 1 and 2. And he shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water. I don't know if you've ever seen trees planted. By the river or by any standing water. But man. Those are some strong trees. They have roots you wouldn't believe. I'm not going to say no storm could come and pull them up out of the ground, but it's going to take a massive storm to pull those bad boys up out of the ground. Sometimes the roots are so huge and they expand so wide and they grow so deep. Powerful. And the Bible says that's how we shall be if we meditate on the laws of God day and night. If we are mindful of who we keep company with. 
if we are mindful of the seat that we sit in. And if we are mindful of the things we do in this life. And it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. Listen to this. His leaf also shall not wither. So in other words, it's always healthy. It's always productive. When season come for it to bear, it bears. It keeps its color. It keeps its appearance. You're never mistaking it for being dead. As you can mistake in some Christian folks walking around being. From the way they act. You say, the Bible says, we should be lively stones. We are the creation that God has made that we should show forth praises unto him. To glorify him. You wonder about that sometimes, don't you? I get up sometime and ask myself, Barry, can these bones prophesy? Because <laughs> it, 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 it looks kind of dry sometimes. Looking in the faces where it should be joy. It should be life. It should be uh, a excitement that you're in the presence of the Lord. Man, what if we sung, what if we sung these, these, these selections in worship like we sung these secular songs and the emotions and the feelings we put in those? <laughs> Brother Charles, you know, sometimes we're at home and a certain song might come on the radio or you might throw the CD in or the MP3. And re remember when Luther first came out? Man, a Luther Vandross song came <laughs> on, boy, a guy with... Just making all kind of faces that couldn't sing a lick, but he tried. <laughs> what if we put that much effort and compassion and, and well, not compassion, but passion Amen. in to the singing when we're singing to glorify God? Amen. See, not 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 only not only will we do what we want to do, we sing. When we want to sing. It just depends on what we're singing trying to get. Ooh. Uh -huh. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That brings forth his fruit. In his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And I love this. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. Amen. What investment can you make anywhere else other than in Christ to be guaranteed a return like this? Huh? Is the Bible true? Yes. Is the word of God true? Yes. Is, is this in your Bible? And whatsoever he does shall 
prosper. Is that in your Bible? Is there another interpretation of that? It says what it means. If you meditate, live right, do right, present yourself right, don't be conformed to this world, God will bless you. Of course, according to his will, his time, but you still be blessed. It says, and whatsoever, what covers whatsoever? And what does everything cover? Whatsoever, right? So everything is covered. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. So in other words, you can't fail doing things God's way. Amen. 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 Why don't we use God's way? Why do we seek out other avenues? Why do we seek out other venues and searching for a, a, a faster way to get rich? A faster way of doing this or a faster way of advancing, even on your jobs. One of the first grounds you got to cover if you want to advance is do your job. Learn your job, do your job. God can take care of the rest because whatever door he chooses to open, who can close it? But no, that's not the way some folks like to go. Because some folks believe I need to stab my competition in the back. I need to sabotage somebody else's work. Or I need to have sex with the boss. Don't, don't look at me crazy like that don't go on. I met a number of women who had sex to move up the ladder in careers. And guess what? I've known some men who had sex with other men on the job to move up the ladder. You thought I was going to say with other women, right? No, folks, this thing is real in life. You'll find a lot of these corporations now, the men at the top, they don't want women. They want men. And no Christian should ever have to stoop to that level. And trying to advance whether to sabotage somebody else, lie on somebody else, sell their bodies and or become horse, a whoremonger to get ahead. If you believe the word of God. And your delight is in the Lord. He would take care of you. And folks, we need to understand that. Yeah, it's a cutthroat market out there. But guess what? There's nothing new under the sun. It's always been a cutthroat market. I think back to Joseph. You think when Joseph was in prison and working and everything. You think everybody loved Joseph? No. But Joseph delight was in the Lord. Joseph kept God first. Joseph meditated on the word of God. And it just so happened 
every job, every work that Joseph put his hand to, guess what? It prospered. It prospered. God was with him. And the same God can be with us today. Potiphar recognized that God was, it was something special about him. So Potiphar brought him in to his own home. Only to put Joseph in charge of everything he had except for his wife. Now think about that. You go from working out in the yard and you brought into the house. Joseph was over his money, the house, the upkeep of everything. And the one thing that Potiphar didn't give him charge over, she ended up wanting him. But guess what? Even in that case, Joseph delighted in the Lord. I say this all the time when I refer to this story. His wife, I choose to believe. She had to be a sexy looking woman. She, she, she could have been ugly, but he had money. Money can help even, even the ugliest woman. Amen, somebody. Don't have me to start naming some actresses. Money can help even the most unappealing looking person. Money can help. But even in the midst of her trying to tempt him. And think about it, folks. Who was going to say anything? He meditated on the word of God, the law of God. When she kept pressing him, it finally boiled down. He said, how could I do this before my God? And to the man that has entrusted me to look after his goods. But God came first. And see, that's the problem often with us. God isn't first. God has to be first. If you're going to prosper in life, God has to be first. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a simple teaching even with giving. You, you give grudgingly, guess what? <laughs> expect what you're going to get. But if you give cheerfully and liberally, what do you expect? God said, you know what? That's the way you're going to be rewarded. And it's no different than when you delight yourself in the word of God. The more you can come to know who God is, understand who God is. Guess what? The more you will grow closer in a relationship with him, you'll trust him. And it eventually becomes just a way of living for you and whatever you do. The Bible says, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. I don't have to go out there and will and deal with some shysters. I don't have to go out there and become corrupt. I don't have to go out there and then worry about who's going to come hunt me down because they did this. I won't have to worry about somebody coming back. Hey, well, I did this for you and you ain't going to do this for No, no, no. 
You let God bless you. Amen. You allow God to bless you. And God isn't like men. When God bless you, it's because he want to bless you. Is that all right? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You know something that's beautiful about that tree planted by the rivers of water? It provides a lot of things to others around it. It's like the mustard seed, a small seed. But then after years, it grows. It don't stay small all its life. Eventually, it grows, and next thing you know, birds are building nests in it. People sit up under it for shade. Different things can be done under that tree because it provides a lot of different good. A lot of different goods for different situations. So does this tree planted by the rivers of water. We become conditioned. We become more loving. We become more giving. We become more long-suffering. We become more understanding. And not only are we the recipients of being blessed and we prosper, we are fortunate to be a blessing to others. All of that because I delight myself in God's word. Not just during the day, not just when I'm getting ready to go to sleep at night. But my delight is in the law of the Lord. And I meditate on it day and night. When does evil take a vacation? Huh? When does the devil take a vacation? Well, how can we take a break from studying God's word? How can I say, oh, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of church. I need a break. Really? That tell me right now, you don't understand what your life depends on. That would be like me saying, oh, I'm sick of eating. I'm just not going to eat for a week or two. No, not hardly. If Jesus said man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God, how are you going to get tired of it? Won't you tell the truth? I'm just tired of living right. Or I'm just, I'm tired of attempting to live right. Living right don't turn me on, don't excite me. I just want to fulfill the lust of my flesh. And you know what? God is a loving God. He's a just God. And you know what God would do? He'll let you do it. But, but don't, don't be quick, too quick to jump out there because verse number four said it ungodly and not so. But I like the chaff. Which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. Nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. 
but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So what's your formula? What's your mindset? What's your thinking on success in life? Huh? What's your definition of success? Some may figure I could backstab my way up to the top. Some might say, hey, I could sleep with the boss and break that glass ceiling. But the one thing I know about when you do evil, the Bible said, whatsoever a man sowed, you're going to reap it. I don't care how many you stab in the back, somebody's being groomed to stab you. That's right. I don't care how many people you sleep with, somebody out there who could do it better. Whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. You can't expect to sow evil and wicked things and expect godly blessings to come back from it. Amen. See, I always say the devil can bless you too. <laughs> he can bless you too. And that's why your life is so shaky and unsettled because, see, what you call your blessing isn't from God. We need to be like that tree planted by the rivers of water. And you know what? We sing a song sometimes. I shall not be what? Move. Just like a tree planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. But for me to be like that tree, I got to have the word in me to hold on to. I got to have the word to counteract against the temptations and the offers that might come. And can, can I be real, real serious about something? And I'm just telling you what I've seen in my careers and work, especially women. You've got to be so careful. Amen. Amen. Working out your new job. Amen. Because, see, there are some men that work in these positions. All they want to do is get in your pants. All they want to do is get in your pants. And they'll get you psyched up into thinking and believing that, hey, I can look out for you. I can put in a good word for you. See, that's why, guess what? You need to learn to go home. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Why do you need to learn to go home? Amen. Hang around these jobs after hours and everything. You know what? It, it, it's some crazy stuff that can happen <laughs> and go on. Amen. And you think, oh, this is just a platonic relationship. It's just a working relationship. Let me tell you something. I'm a man. I'm a man. That's right. And I ain't always been a Christian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You hear me? Mm -hmm. I ain't always been a Christian. Mm -hmm. And what better place 
to lay the pitfall and to set her up, they're right on the job. And then how many times have you seen? I know I've seen it many times. He might just look complimentary a little here and you might not be having the best communication at home and now he's saying things to you that your husband ain't saying to you. Making you feel good about yourself. You're sprucing up more every day and going in, you start smelling even better and everything. And you still want to lie to yourself and say, oh, ain't nothing going to happen. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Just the fact that you start dressing better and buying better outfits and you getting your hair done better and all this stuff. Why are you doing it? And trust me, he know what he's doing. He know the bait. He know the bait he's throwing out there. Now, look, it, it ain't no problem staying at work all the time. <laughs> well, why don't we just go on? Well, you know, after work, why don't we just stop and get a bite to eat? We ain't going to be long, this and that. Thing. Sure. I'm just telling you what I know. And vice versa for men. Same thing. That's why nobody should put their job before their family. Because there's some trouble out there. You, you, got, you got folks on the job that, that would love to take a shot at you. If, if you married her, you married her because you saw some qualities in her, right? You, you thought she looked good in a trap. You, you think every man out there blind? <laughs> you think every man out there said, no, she don't look good to me. Amen. That's why you better handle your business. Amen. And keep your appetite centered at home. Because there's, there's some trouble out there. There's some trouble out there. But ladies especially, let me tell you something. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Promise you a promotion. Promise you I'm going to look out for you. Look back at all of this mess in the news. From Bill Cosby to uh, what's the rascal that just got convicted? Harvey Weinstein, isn't that? All these women cried one similar thing. He promised you're going to help me in my career. <laughs> but what was involved in that promise? <laughs> Sex. Sex. Now, if I'm, if I'm just going to be a good guy and help you, I don't need to have sex with you. Amen. <laughs> Some of y'all looking at me like, I just can't believe he's saying that. I know it's true. And we need to wake up and wake up out of this fantasy and start trusting God. We need to instill this in our young ladies growing up that you don't have to sleep with anybody to move up. 
Because there are women out there that'll tell you, hey, girl, that's, if that's all I gotta do, I can do that and go on up the ladder. You know what? Go home, take a shower or a bath, and forget about it. <laughs> now, what is that gonna lead your daughter to believe in? Huh? <laughs> Tell me it ain't happening. And I guarantee you, most of you in here know somebody who slept their way up. <laughs> but when you live like a tree planted by the rivers of water, you can maintain something called integrity. You can maintain self-respect. You can maintain self-esteem. And regardless of what may happen and what folks might be saying and whispering on the job, you know what? You don't have to be embarrassed. Because you can know, I didn't go that route. I didn't go that route. You ain't got to go out and get drunk with them. And that's the other thing. They get you, they get you to consume some of that idiot juice. <laughs> Excuse me, this is fresher. Quickest way in your draws. <laughs> because you you giggling and laughing and everything, and you know what? If you never say no, <laughs> it's legit. That's right. <laughs> Wake up. Amen. Wake up. There's a better way to be successful than to destroy your reputation. In your life. I'd rather have anything on God's time. At least he knows. I'm mature enough and I'm ready to handle it. Than to depart and deviate from God. And, and try to get it. And have everything to fall apart around me. I'd rather wait on God. I've said enough. If, if you were asleep. I know you woke now. <laughs> You're here today. We said this morning, you need to get your life right and give your life to Christ. Get yourself on the right track. That's what we're in the business of helping you do. The Bible teaches about hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, being baptized, and living faithful unto death. Those are your steps, what you need to do. You're here, and you haven't been living right. You come to a point in life that, you know what? Hey, I've been out there. I don't know. I'm not asking you to change whatever song you got, but there's one song I love all the time. Lord, I'm coming home. I wonder so far. But you know the beauty of God, every day he wake up, he said, give me time to come home. Okay. I've wasted many days, many years, and so much time. But every day he wakes us up, he said, I can forgive you of that. You need to just come home. Sometimes we're more harsh on ourselves than what God is. Yeah. God simply wants us to repent. And come home. 
Sometimes we are just being more harsh on ourselves and with, well, I'm just going to do this to myself and I'm going to do it. No, no. God just wants you to repent and come home. Amen. I don't know why we want to punish ourselves when God is a loving and forgiving God who said, I just want you to put it behind me and I just want you to go forward and do better. I'm saying, folks, God wants to forgive you. That's part of that caring he has for us. I'm willing to just forgive you. I don't need you to stipulate any type of punishment against yourself and all this stuff. I just want you to come on. Be a prodigal today. Be a prodigal son. Be a prodigal daughter. Yeah, you don't waste it. Your goods, you don't waste it many days, months, and years. You ain't been out there. We ain't seen the worst of you. You ain't seen the worst of yourself. But God says, come on. The Bible said, when that father saw that son coming from a distance, he didn't say, look at this fool. He didn't went out there and messed up everything that I gave him. No. Bible said, Father sounded the alarm, ran to him, gave order, get a ring, get a roll. He already knew what kind of life he had done to himself. He just wanted to welcome him home. And that's what God offers today, folks. I don't care what you've done. He allowed me to come home. I, I don't claim to be the chief. Paul said, that's it, Titus. But he allowed me to come home. And I thank him every day for it. Every day. He allowed me to come home. When I knew what was right and I wouldn't do it. You know what? Over a period of years, I rebelled. I did my thing. I told God, wait. Wait, it's still some stuff I want to do. It's still some devilment I want to do. And let me tell you about this God. Who could have sentenced me straight to hell? He allowed me to come home. He gave me time. When I love myself, He loved me. I'm saying today. Man, try him. Try him. Forget about how much you have messed up. Forget about uh, how am I going to... He will help you. He can do it. But most importantly, he can forgive you. Amen. Is that all right? Amen. Like a tree planted by the rivers. Of water. What's our song? We'll sing 241. 241. Yeah, I'm sorry. 598. 598 is the invitation song. What is that? What's your name? Lord, I'm coming. <laughs> I, I, I knew him. He told me that. But I don't like telling song leaders what to do. Unless I really like that song. But folks, let's sing this song like you really mean. Because you know what? It might be somebody who needs to come.
The Bible says angels in heaven wait to rejoice over just one sinner who repents. Amen. And man, you can cause a celebration in heaven today just by coming home. Let us together stand. Let us sing. I want the